My daddy never cried He never shed a tear Had trouble showing love Forget about fear Hi there, and today we are going to be talking to Bill. He's the uh, oldest, dearest friend of mine, and uh, we uh, have uh, invited him to tell us about his father. We're with Cindy Carter, as usual, and uh, I'm, hi, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm very well. I hope you are as well. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to turn it over to Cindy, and we're going to uh, find out about your father and your relationship. So I'm excited to hear the story that you have ready for us about your father. And I'm especially excited because I know this is somebody Gary knows as well. Is there a title to your story? We'll call the story Meeting My Girlfriend. And uh, this took place like over 40 years ago. Okay. And uh, uh, at the time, uh, this, this young lady and I had just begun dating for maybe two or three weeks. And uh, I hadn't introduced her to any family members yet. And I, I don't, I think Gary knew her, but uh, uh, at any rate, uh, my father was the kind of guy at that time of his life, at that stage of his life, he liked to occasionally, he was a hardworking guy, uh, uh, blue collar worker. And about every couple, three months, he would uh, go to a local pub with the, with friends after on a Friday night and and stay there till they closed and on one of those occasions he bumped into my friend so they're they're talking about me and saying you know where's he been lately my dad like where's he been lately he's pumping him for information so so my friend says uh, well it's this new girl he's dating I think he's, he's we don't even hardly see him anymore well uh they sat there and talked, I think, till closing time and then decided that since I lived within walking distance of that bar, they'd stroll down and have a conversation with me. So I'm laying in bed and uh, I can hear them coming up the stairs toward my apartment and probably most of the neighbors in the neighborhood could as well. So I, I got up and I went to the door and let them in before they woke up the whole neighborhood and they sat down at the table and I offered them a beer and so they kept getting louder and louder. And uh, I'm so pretty soon I'm going, hold it down a little bit, will you? And they're like, why? And my dad goes, is your girlfriend, who is she? Is she, is she here now? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's she's here. So then he starts, they start like barking at her, like to come on out here. My, my dad is saying things like, uh, uh, come out and meet your new, your, your next father-in-law. <laughs> Those kind of things. Oh yeah. So what's going on inside of you? Well, I'm thinking uh, this. I just wish I was someplace else, and <laughs> and, I, and I wish my girlfriend was someplace else. <laughs> but eventually, I mean, they're getting serious about it. So they said, Get, "Bring her out here. We want to meet her." So I went in the, to the bedroom and I said, "You better, you know, come on out there because you don't know these guys, but they will come in here and sit on the bed and talk all night." So, so she got dressed, and at any rate, she went out and she met with dad and, and, uh, and my friend and, and, uh, they had a pretty good meeting really. I mean, they just hit it off right off the bat, you know? And, and so the evening wore on the morning wore on and it got to be about two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. And, and I said, well, you know, dad, have you called mom? Cause she's, she always worried on those, those evenings. So, 
He says, no, she's fine. I said, well, let's give her a call. So I called her up and then handed him the phone. <laughs> been torturing me. That seems fair. Yeah. So uh, he's talking to her and uh, he goes, he was in a jovial uh, mood. She wasn't. Uh, he said, uh, well, I'm just sitting here. I'm not in causing any trouble or anything. I'm just sitting here with, with, uh, with his friend and his, and his new girlfriend and, and your son. And she said, you'll have to forgive, forgive me here, but she said, I don't care if you're sitting there with Jesus Christ, you need to get home. <laughs> and my dad came up with the best line I think I ever heard him say. He said, until now, I was always under the impression you thought your son was Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh. So that ended that discussion. So at any rate, we sat there and he hung up. We, 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 uh, we sat there till three or four in the morning. And then I, my, my girlfriend, who, by the way, but this girlfriend later became my wife. And, so he and, was right. She was yeah, about to meet yeah. her father-in-law. And she's still my wife, 41 years later. So, uh, but we took him home. We drove him home. He lived oh, maybe 15 minutes from, from my apartment. But my wife, my girlfriend overheard that conversation. It was getting pretty heated on the phone. So we drove up and we let him out and as he walked up to the front door and when the porch light came on and the front door started to open, we took off like it was, <laughs> there was no tomorrow. You got so, out of Dodge. Uh, <laughs> so that was, that's pretty much the whole story. I mean, it's, it's just was a, it's very memorable story for me because uh, at that stage of, of his life, my father was, he was really a hard, like I said, a hardworking guy. But he still had a really good sense of humor and, and things didn't bother him too much. He he could be a little hot-headed, but that night he was he was cruising. There was no problems whatsoever. And so that's my story. And so when you think back on that story and all that unfolded since then, do you feel warm about it? I do. I feel that it gives me a really warm feeling about it because I was with three of the people that you know, with two of the people that I absolutely care the most about in the, in the world. And, and my dad, uh, he went through three stages in his life and the, the last two weren't all that enjoyable. That was still a really good time for him when we could uh, have fun, relax, uh, tell funny stories. And like I said, and, and, that could really in, in hindsight there couldn't have been a better time for him to meet my my future wife yeah yeah now i was telling cindy that about our friendship and and uh and i and i told her and it choked me up when i said it is uh uh because of the household of the father i grew up with uh bill taught me how to laugh mm -hmm. Well, we uh, we laughed a lot. My, my, I think my dad taught me a lot about how to laugh because he could, uh, like I said, he would, we had six children in our family and he was a blue collar worker and he worked literally 12 hours a day. But yet he still found time to, to relax and to laugh and have a good time whenever he could. And, that really uh, is a testimony to the strength of his character. Right. Um, at least, like you said, during that time period, I, I don't know what happened after that, but it sounds like it 
it wasn't as light or as easy right. for him. Well, my mother passed away. Oh yeah. And at an early age, at, at, at age 52. Wow. And his life, he just went, became a different person. And then later on, he became an even different person when he remarried. And it was, uh, still loved him very much. So the rest of his life, but uh, it wasn't the same. But you lost that fun-loving, yes, really absolutely. jovial. Guy would, if he wasn't working, you could just come up with any crazy idea. And I did a lot of crazy ideas with Gary and other friends of mine, and he was in. I mean, it was like, yeah, I'll go. Let's do it. So that was just the kind of the kind of a carefree attitude that he had at times. It, it kind of strikes me, Bill, like that that event um, at your apartment upstairs was an initiation for your girlfriend into the family. Oh, very much so. Yeah, she's probably the one you should be talking to now because uh, uh, it's nothing like her family, really. I guess it was uh, oh. uh, just uh, to 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 the for the first exposure. And I, part of the story too was like, there were things that I was trying to think of how to break <laughs> the news to them about her because she'd been married before. She had two little children. So while she's talking to him, uh, something came up about one of, the, one of her boys. He was like three years old, four years, three years old at the time. And here's how she broke it to him. He said, oh, uh, you've got a three-year-old? And she said, yeah, that's my oldest. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there going, oh, man, this is falling apart around me right here. So yeah, no planning but, necessary. No, <laughs> no way to break it to him then. I think everybody came from a different relationship <laughs> than, than mine was, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But, but uh, you say that with a really big smile on your face. I do. When I when you, when this first came up and Gary asked me if I could tell a story or something and I thought about the song that he was uh, uh, you know Daddy never cried because right uh, in my lifetime I only saw my dad cry twice and when when were those times oh well one of them was about two weeks before my mother passed away oh and uh, that was kind of sad because she she'd been sick for four years and. Mm. And it was like he had just come to that realization that she wasn't going to make it. Mm. And so, and that, like I said earlier, that changed his whole life. The other time was, was crazy. Uh, I was a little kid. I was like uh, nine or 10 years old. He had, we had a couple of registered, I mean, really nice short haired pointer bird dogs that someone had given him when they were puppies. And we lived out in the country. And one day they got loose, they grew up and, and we just loved those dogs. And they grew up and they got loose and they got into a neighbor's hen house operation. They had like hundreds of chickens. That story didn't end well. And when my dad came home, I don't know if it was just the emotion of it overcame him or, or what, but he just took the dogs out into the woods and shot them. Oh, he shot them. And then when he came back, he was crying. And uh, that's the only two times I ever saw him cry. Mm. He just did what he thought needed to be done. I, I guess. I mean, today's world, they, look, they would look at that a whole lot differently 
of course, I didn't look at it real favorably then, but uh, uh, but he I guess it was just his, 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 what he thought he had to do. I mean, he, yeah. they just killed hundreds of chickens. They just about put this operation out of business. And uh, he said, we can't have this and just took them out and shot them. So yeah, it probably became a thing where they're, he probably told the guy that ran the chickens is just that, well, I'll take care of this because, you know, it's my responsibility. Yeah. Now I have a question for you. And what traits, what characteristics of your father you think help you become uh, what you became after you decided to go back and get your education? And and, uh, and I think a couple, right? That's a good question because I, I ask myself that frequently. And, and because as I get older, I see a whole lot of my dad in me. And I think that he was the hardest working person that I ever met. And, and so I, uh, I sort of have some of that. I knew that I wasn't gonna work like he did with my hands and everything, but if it, if it meant long hours, when I got, I've got three college degrees, two of them I got with a family working working and going to school full time. So uh, so I think that's part of it. And I think just a, a stubbornness, which he also had, that said when other people said, oh, this is you're wasting your time or you're doing this or you're doing that wrong or whatever, I could just look past it and go, they don't know me. I, you know, I will get there. So and I think those were definitely traits that that he had that uh, have, have helped me along the way. That stubbornness that you just described showed up in the story you told when you told him to leave your girlfriend alone. <laughs> no, that wasn't, wasn't going to happen. And, none of and, it. and you're probably right. If I hadn't said anything, he probably he might have went ahead and left. But uh, when I told him leave her alone, then it wasn't going to happen that way. Uh, that so. was fuel to the fire. Huh? Yeah. What yeah. a great story. Thank you, Bill. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to share. All the good and the bad. I'm just like my dad. My daddy never cried. 